first. Let's take a look at English Review for Greek again, but this time we're going to go to page 2. At the bottom, 2A, where I have a phrase may be the equivalent of an adjective. The blonde girl came to town. The girl with the blonde hair came to town. On the next page, a phrase may be the equivalent of an adverb. John wrote poems early. John wrote poems before sunrise. Now, remember we said prepositional phrases can be either adjectival or adverbial. Up to this point, we've had them adverbial. Like he, you know, the slave saw the virgin in the temple. You're not defining who, you're defining where. In this chapter, we're going to start using prepositional phrases also adjectivally not only adverbially. So, let's do a sentence here. He saw The disciple in the temple. Now that's the kind of sentence we've had so far. He saw the disciple in the temple, and it tells you where the seeing took place. He saw the disciple in the temple. Now, Look what happens if I do the following. He saw the disciple. Now what? What? The one in the temple. He saw the temple disciple, so to speak. The one in the temple. He saw the disciple who was in the temple, or the disciple in the temple. That wasn't meant to be so surprising. So, he saw the disciple, the one in the temple, defines which disciple. Without ton, he saw the disciple in the temple, it's where did this activity go on? Exactly. This now becomes an adjective phrase. This is an adjectival prepositional phrase. So that would be diagrammed like this. He saw disciple in temple. 
Exactly. So this is, see, we're just kind of developing thinking that we've had here. The article puts things into attributive position and makes it adjectival. Not having the article puts things into predicate position and makes it adverbial. So just as you would... Uh, the article puts things into attributive position. Lack of the article puts it into predicate position. Now an adjective here in predicate position is still an adjective, but it's in the predicate of the sentence. The Lord is holy. Let me erase this one over here. So here I'm extending this discussion now. And I'm saying that you can use the article not only to determine whether it's attributive or predicate with adjectives like this. You can do this with prepositional phrases. And with the article, the prepositional phrase is adjectival. Without the article, the prepositional phrase is adverbial. So in that sentence up there on the left board, he saw the disciple... in the temple means this is where the event took place. He saw the disciple, the one in the temple, tells you who did he see? Which guy? Which guy? Because I am putting in the temple as an adjectival phrase to disciple. No, whatever it's modifying. Because the disciple is accusative. All right? Uh, let's just say we had, uh, hey, Parthenus, the virgin, saw the disciple. Now, if I wanted to say that she was the one in the temple, I'd have to put hey there. See, the virgin, the one in the temple, saw the disciple. Mm -hmm. So whatever article this is, this is going to make this, Matthew, as you said, makes this adjectival. So if it's going to modify something, same gender, number, and case. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. Oh, that would be exceedingly unusual. Yeah, no, that'd be very unusual. Right. All right, now, let's try this. And let's, let, let's do it this way. Virgin saw the man the one in the temple. Which guy did she see? The guy who stayed around and worked in the temple. Now watch what I'm going to do. What does that look like it might be? Joel? 
Yeah. The virgin saw the masculine singular in the temple. And who might that be? Anthropos, man. Look at this. The virgin saw the woman in the temple. So feminine article, generic woman. The virgin saw what? Not it. It is auto. Huh? No. No. What, what, what is that? Plural what? Neuter. The thing, stuff. Right. The things in the temple. So, this is another point of Greek. Namely, that you have the possibility of making these prepositional phrases not only adjectival to nouns, but you can turn them into nouns themselves. And indeed, even simpler, I guess, let's try this. The virgin saw, what would this be? The good man. It's masculine. The good guy. The good guy. The virgin saw. Tain Agathane. The good woman. Exactly. So there are two parts to this lesson reviewing now. Number one is the verb to be. And the verb to be is going to take predicate nominatives. Second part of the lesson has to do with the power of the article to put things into attributive position. It can put its absence, its absence puts things in predicate position, its presence puts things into attributive position, and then as a follow-on from that, it will actually make adjectives and prepositional phrases into corresponding nouns depending upon the article's gender and number. So, uh, let me draw arrows up here, please, on this. Top one, the virgin saw the good man. Second, the virgin saw the good woman. Middle, the virgin saw the man, masculine, in the temple. The guy who was in the temple. The virgin saw the woman in the temple. Like, I'm thinking about like Simeon and Anna or something like that. She was the woman who stayed in the temple. And he, he's, she saw the things in the temple. Those are all in attributive position to, how would you say this? To assumed generic nouns, man, woman, 
thing. That's what that is assuming, is generic nouns. Man, masculine. Woman, feminine. Thing, neuter, not children. Thing. So if you'll take a look, please, at the bottom of page 87. The bottom of page 87. Here we have the imperfect of the verb to be. Amen, ace, ain, amen, ate, asan. Oh, there's our friend san, that old plural ending that we saw with elute san, the third plural. So san is the old plural ending, men and te you already recognize. Notice main is, uh, main is actually a kind of a deponent form there. And then ace, and then ain for some reason. Now, bits, you had some classical Greek. As a matter of fact, in this is mentioned in the book. In classical Greek, the first three forms of the imperfect were this. Ain, ace, the, ain. All right? And clearly, this is a problem. You know? And then this is some strange form here. So this got regularized, and, uh, and then they started to take care of this by using a deponent form. Um, but, uh, uh, but those are the forms of the verb to be. Now, we don't call those aorists. We call those imperfects. Everybody's always called them imperfects. And one of the reasons that we call them imperfects is think of the aspectual connection idea. Is there anything that could be more connected in thought than being? So if you were something that is sort of inherently connective. Now turn the page. In the future, in the future, in the future, you have deponent forms. SMI, SA, and then instead of esetai, you get estai. And it probably, I would think, is from pronunciation. Esetai, 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 esetai. You eventually wind up with estai rather than esetai with those short letters. Esomatha, esestha, esuntai. So the future is deponent. Well, we know a lot of deponent futures with epsilon sigma being the stem. Um, uh, page 89. Page 89. What I just was talking about is, number one, about like the dead are in the tombs. Example nine, the evil men slew the good women. You know, that's how you can you do genders and numbers by the article. And then the prepositional phrase, uh, number two, this is the adjectival use of the prepositional phrase. By the way, there is a misprint. Let me see your book here. I don't know if this was corrected or not. Uh, no. All of you have got to correct at the very bottom of page 89. Uh, for some reason, I don't know what happened on the typo here. Last line. 
It's not a propositional phrase, but prepositional phrase. All right, and then I'll just say something about vocabulary, then we take our break so we have a third hour here. Uh, I want you to add, I want you to add a meaning in the vocabulary, please. Add a meaning in the vocabulary to ginnamai. Do you notice that we have as a meaning I become, semicolon, am, now put a comma, and then write in prove to be, prove to be. Ginnamai does not mean am as a total equivalent of the verb to be. It, would, uh, it will be used as the equivalent in the sense of prove to be, like if you would say, uh, he is brave, i.e. he proves to be brave. You can use it then. But you can't say something like this. The, um, um, oh, the marbles are in the jar. They would never use ginnamai for something like that. All right. Uh, now, I'll tell you what. Before we dismiss, I want you all to look at page 92, E1, ENF. Page 92, E1, ENF. This is a critical pair of sentences. Agorasa. What does that mean, Samuel? Agorazo. What's that? I bought. Right. Tun hippon is a new word that means horse, like hippodrome or hippopotamus. Hippos, yeah, hippodromes where they raced horses. All right, now, I bought the horse. Notice. There is a prepositional phrase in the village. But in the second one, there is ton in the village. All right? Both of these in English could be rendered, I bought the horse in the village. But they mean something different. What does sentence E mean, Steve? I bought the horse while I was in the village. Yeah, that's where the purchase took place. What's the second one mean? Yeah, so let's say there were several horses for sale. One by the blacksmith in the village, another in a farm outside of town. I bought the horse in the village. The one in the village. I'm identifying which horse I bought. That's adjectival. Sentence F is adjectival. Sentence E is adverbial. You get that, you get a big portion of the lesson. So that is exceedingly important, this distinction. Right. What if you don't get that? Well, September, class starts again. OK. No, 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 no. You just have to try. Now, a um, couple of things before I take your questions.